ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the second upload PC Boys podcast. This is your boy Logan, and now we are on to the main thing I really wanted to talk about, but it's not going to be as long as the previous podcast, but that is okay. We are all going to be talking about lovely Scream and the all-new movie coming out next January. Let's get into it. So, the Scream 5 trailer. My fucking gosh, this looks so good. One thing people don't understand, while Michael Myers is my favorite slasher, and Halloween is my favorite slasher franchise, the Screams are by far the most creative and are the most entertaining slasher there is. Like I said, I love Michael Myers. I even love Jason. He's my second favorite slasher. But Ghostface is by far my third favorite slasher. Ghostface himself, I cannot rank like Michael and Jason because Ghostface is many people. But the franchise, I would have to rank above Friday the 13th and Halloween. In terms of quality and how it's written... I still love Halloween more, but this is a franchise that I hold the high standards. The Scream franchise is a very clever franchise. You have a slasher, a killer, that calls people on a phone. And literally is like, I'm gonna kill you, or where am I, I'm in your house, plays games with people mentally, and he's calling them on the phone. And... He is very, he's very signature, he's got his uh, hunter's knife, he's got the ghost face mask, the black robes, the whole deal, relatively looks the same in every movie with minor changes to the mask, Um, but I'm telling you man, this guy, or girl, fucking badass. In this trailer, Ghostface is using, obviously, modern technology. This person has a security system that locks their doors and stuff, and he's literally using it to open up the doors to get into the house. There's this girl in there that he, uh, when she opens up the door, he, you know, cuts her, and later in the trailer breaks her fucking leg, and I was like, ooh, that, that's fucking, ugh. That's, that's terrible, but it was awesome because it's a slasher movie. Um, but here's the interesting tidbit about this movie. The killer in this movie is going after people related to the previous killers of the previous Scream movies. Which means, obviously, the killer has a knowledge, a collective knowledge, of previous killers that have gone after Sydney. Another thing in this trailer that stands out to me is the fact that Dewey, instead of saying there's been three murders, that there have been three attacks. Now, I know what you're thinking. What's the big deal about this? The fact that it was an attack and not a murder. You see, somebody, in my opinion, is hurting people and leaving them alive intentionally to get Sydney to come back to Woodsboro, where this movie will take place. And we know that they're going to be in Stu's house from the first movie, which is leading a lot of people to speculate that the killer could be Stu. Me and my father and many other people are, uh, who are, you know, excited about this Scream movie are thinking that Stu is the killer. That this movie's big plot twist is that it's not gonna be somebody that actually is in the movie. In the previous Scream movies, the killer has always been somebody who has been either hurt on screen or looks like they're a victim on screen. Uh, for instance, Billy, in the first movie, 
they, he, you know, he was arrested, went to jail, the killer called Sydney, making people be like, okay, it wasn't Billy, come to find out, it still was Billy, and it was Stu. Two people you saw on screen that could have been victims. Now, Scream 2, same ordeal, two characters that you saw on screen that seemed like they were normal, they, of course, were the killers, it'd be, um, the reporter lady, a.k.a. Billy Loomis's mother, and then one of Sydney's college friends, I forgot his name because he, he was not really that memorable to me, in my opinion. But he was like the, the nerd, the movie nerd. So, that happened, okay? Then, funny enough, um, so then we get to Scream 3, and it was Roman who turned out to be Sydney's, you know, half-brother who orchestrated the whole killing of Maureen Prescott. And... Uh, going after Sydney and whatnot. So, he was also in the movie, portrayed, and even they quote-unquote killed him, but it was all staged. And then in Scream 4, come to find out it was somebody related to Sydney and another person on screen named Charlie, who was uh, essentially like the movie geek nerd. Now, I think with this Scream movie, the most clever thing to do is to use a killer from the past, like Stu. Because we all presume Stu to be dead after he got electrocuted by the TV. However, we don't really know. He could have survived that. And, of course, this killer... If they do reveal it to be Stu, is a big game changer. Because now when a Scream movie comes out, not only are you putting suspects of people that are on screen, but now you have to think back to the past and say, well, what killer could have survived? You know what would also really throw the fucking whole entire formula on its head? If one of the main characters like Gale or Dewey or even, well, not Sydney, but one of those main two end up being the killer. That would also throw it on its heads. I don't see that happening, but it would be some mindfuckery shit. I will say that much. So, that's the thing about the Scream movies, though. That's really interesting. The killer calls people and torments them over the phone before he moves in on the kill or attempted kill. That's interesting, along with the fact that you're trying to guess who the killer is the entire movie, and sometimes they'll make you second-guess yourself or make it look like somebody's innocent or dead, so therefore they can't be the killer, but then they actually turn out to be the killer and just stage the entire thing or had an accomplice to help them look like that they were innocent. So, you Scream is so interesting because it's that one movie franchise that could literally go on forever. You just keep bringing new people on set, and you can keep having new killers, and you can never guess who it is. Scream can go on forever. You can just have a killer kill people in, you know, brutal, over-the-top ways, and then you are just trying to guess who the killer is the entire time, and it's always interesting, at least the first watch experience. Yes, when you watch the Scream movies over and over and you know who the killers are, the movies do lose their charm because you know who the killers are, but when you watch them in theaters... It's always worth the experience because you never know who it's going to be. And it's always that mystery that makes it fun. But the tagline for this movie is, for, for the killer, it's always somebody you know. And we know that Stu could very well be the killer. It's been very highly hypothesized. And because Stu's house is back in the movie, why would Stu's house be back if Stu is dead? Think about it. If Stu is dead and we're going back to Stu's house, other than a callback reason, if the killer ends up knowing Stu's house, 
it would make sense that it would be Stu. Or somebody related to Stu. It's a lot of speculation. But in this trailer, it's it's very brutal, very quick, and Ghostface is still Ghostface. And that's all I care about. So, ladies and gentlemen, with all that being said, I'm fucking hyped for this movie, okay? Not as much as Halloween Kills, because Halloween Kills is Michael Myers, my favorite slasher. So, of course, I'm not as excited as Halloween. But to consider the fact that in October we get Halloween, in December I get Spider-Man, and then January I get fucking Ghostface, bruh. I am set for movies for the next, like, six months. I already got three movies. And let alone, I've already watched two movies. I've already watched Shang-Chi and Venom. So I'm having a pretty good year for movies. But, ladies and gentlemen, that is all I have to say. I hope you all enjoyed, and I will catch you all in the next one.